Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, May 23rd, 2023. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Got a happy Jared. Damn, I didn't throw. I didn't. I didn't throw him off. I, I'm. Just, I, my only goal is to throw Ian off. <laughs> oh, sorry. Nice. What? Yeah. Jared, happy. What's going on? Uh, on this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense, and give our opinions from a secular point of view. If you would like to join in on our conversation, you can sign up on our Patreon page, which will allow you to chat with us directly as we record on Discord, Tuesday nights right around 9 p.m. Eastern Time. If you can't do that, you can still post to our Facebook page or tweet at ProfaneArg. Uh, this week, I've got a bunch of different politics, uh, some weird news... But first, I wanted to start off with the fact that Salman Rushdie uh, made his first public appearance since the stabbing. Oh, hooray. Hmm. Yeah. And there is a video. I believe it's linked on the, this Guardian link. If, if not, you can, you can find it. You can do a Google search. It's, I found it fairly easily. Uh, but he basically gets up on stage and gives praise to the people who came to his defense. Uh, there was uh, another guy on stage, also over 70 years old, who came to his, his aid and tackled this, the, uh, the assailant. And then a whole bunch of people from the audience came in. And, and so he was like, look, I'm getting a courage award. He's like, thanks, but really, <laughs> the courage award should go to all these heroes who's, who saved my life. So, so but he's, he he's looking out... Is he permanently right. like blind in one eye, or is he like missing an eye? He is. He. My understanding is he is missing uh, the right eye. This is unbelievable. I mean, I know yeah. we we talked about this when it happened, but damn, man, come on. <laughs> yeah, uh, he also has nerve damage. I think in his one hand or lower arm. Um, after because you know using your arm to try and fend off the attacks, that sort of thing. Yeah, more power um, to him. Because after that, I would be like, well, I'm not going out and making a public appearance. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but not only did he make a public appearance, but at that appearance, he said, he, he told at the award ceremony, he said, we live in a moment, I think, at which the freedom of expression, freedom to publish has not in my lifetime been under such a threat in the countries of the West. I'm sitting here in the U.S. I have to look at the extraordinary attack on libraries and books for children in schools, the attack on the idea of libraries themselves. It's quite remarkably alarming, and we need to be very aware of it and fight very hard against it. So, not only is he making an appearance, he's still fighting the good fight. Fighting the fight. Hmm. He should have came out and gave the devil horns and been like, ha, 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 fuck him, I'm still alive. <laughs> <laughs> I think he almost did, except physically doing the devil horns. <laughs> <laughs> Made some inflammatory comments about Muhammad. <laughs> Look what I drew before I came here. <laughs> They'll be for sale out in the lobby. I'll be signing signatures. Oh. <laughs> Man. These fancy letter openers. <laughs> so, I mean, he is looking his age, and he's, you know, he's wear a pair of glasses with a dark, uh, a tainted lens on the one side, uh, but it was very askew. Uh, you can tell that there's definitely something amiss <laughs> on that side. But um, in any case, it was very, very good to see him up and around. Uh, yeah. The next thing that I have, I didn't hear about this until I started looking at like news stories tonight. 
a U-Haul crashed near the White House. House. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Apparently there was... uh, It was a very poor job of trying to crash into the White House. (laughs) I imagine it's not that easy to do. (laughs) No, I would think not. But it it was definitely low effort, though. (laughs) Right, but I mean... I I would like to think that security around the White House has significantly improved ever since the greatest president of my lifetime. <laughs> Your favorite. Led, a, led an armed rebellion <laughs> against Washington, D.C. Mm. I mean, he didn't have any weapons on him, from what I understand. He just had his Nazi flag with Correct. him, so. <laughs> oh, oh, this guy yeah. in the U-Haul truck. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, he was 19 years old from Missouri. Uh, wanted to crash into the White House. You can't actually drive directly in front of the White House, so he went to crash through the park. I think it's to the north. Mm-hmm. Not sure I got my directions right on that, but in any case, across the street from the White House. And yeah, basically hit a barricade, came to a stop, and, you know, was arrested. Uh, he did say that he planned to... Uh, he told authorities he planned to seize power and kill the president if he had to. Oh, he actually admitted to that? That was wow. smart. Yeah. yeah. Not, 19 years old is, you know, a young adult age when <laughs> uh, well, schizophrenia ideation starts. So, yeah, sure. <laughs> he also, when asked about his uh, Nazi flag, he said, well, Nazis have a great history, authoritarian nature, eugenics, and their one world order he's, he was admiring of. He called Adolf hmm. Hitler a strong leader. That sounds familiar. Yeah. The classics. <laughs> yeah. It's funny how, like, this story has unfolded for me because I was looking at the news and I was like, man crashes truck into White House, gets arrested. I'm like, Haha, what a dummy, you know, or whatever. Like, I thought it was an accident. And then it started off. I was like, then the man uh, got out of the car and had Nazi flags. I was like, what? And then <laughs> they said he wanted to kill the president. <laughs> it's just, to me, this is another piece of the, the white nationalism just taking taking root from the because right you, you, ta- you talk just, about overthrowing the white house long enough somebody's going to try it even as sure. lame as this guy Ray, just because you're waving around a flag with a swastika doesn't mean you're a nazi all right <laughs> just like if you get the ss thing tattooed it doesn't mean you're a nazi okay right. <laughs> you're just a flag enthusiast tommy tuberville calls them americans just for your information <laughs> right <laughs> yeah i don't <laughs> sorry this whole situation like I, I, I'm I'm so glad it was relatively minor, but I mean at the same time, you know, this is this wasn't even like a lead story today. Yeah, crazy neo nuts. He tries to drive U-Haul into White Houses, like on page six. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Well, I mean, because of the debt ceiling crisis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's Kevin McCarthy thinking right now? <laughs> That's way more important. <laughs> I mean, it is not to say that it's not important, but it's, right. it's important. But yeah. yeah, an attempt on the the, the president's life—that's that's, you know, <laughs> as lame as it was. That's kind right. of important. <laughs> All right. So the next thing that I have under news is an update, actually, on the Fifth Circuit Court arguments against the Mifepristone. FDA's approval thirty years ago of Mifepristone. <laughs> uh, they heard two hours of oral arguments. And the takeaway from the people who were, for you know, the reporters listening in, was basically the judges looking for a way that they could over overrule the FDA's approval using 
you know, legal jargon, basically. Mm. Sure. Legal tricks, as it were. Yeah. Like, just looking for a way to, to, to get this to pass. Not actually addressing whether or not the drug is useful or dangerous, but more looking at what the power of the FDA is. And can the FDA, being a member, you know, a, a, a organization of the executive branch, can the judicial branch have an effect on them? Huh. So it's, you're telling, what you're saying is it's going to go back to the Supreme Court. Yeah. I and, think, well, that's what they're trying. Right. And at some point in the future, lawyers will be making decisions about what drugs we have available to us. Exactly. Mm, wonderful. Cool. And with that... I mean, we're. I guess we're all just stunned in the silence. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. How many more deep dives can we take into the openly corrupt legal system that we sort of suffer through? And it just turns out that what a surprise! It's all bullshit, and they're all serving their billionaire corporate masters. Can well, you believe a- that they're actually saying? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Karen. Uh, that this thing with Clarence Thomas is probably just we're just done with that. We, yeah, we're just no, we're just accepting there, nothing, it, and, right? There's nothing to be done. Right. right. There's no, there's no, uh, you know, official consequence. So that, I mean, yeah. I, the, the one interesting wrinkle about this Mifepristone is that um, there is a pharmaceutical company that likes to sell this product and a number of pharmaceutical companies that like to sell this product. And they're so pro-business that it might actually be okay. We'll see. I, I don't, I'm not following. Well, the, I mean, the, the pharmaceutical companies have an outrageous amount of influence over our uh, judicial and uh, legislative branch and executive branch for that matter. Right. So my guess this is will this will stop because you know there's too much money to be made, but I don't know. Big pharma just happens to be on the uh, right side this time. Exactly. <laughs> it's like rooting for Disney. Ah. <laughs> Why wouldn't I root for Disney? Because they have a history of um, awesomeness. Uh, yes, and you know, pushing their weight around and being you know corporate overlords. So oh. uh, there's not a great history there. There's not a great history of you know of of being behind. They fight the unions. They um, they uh, lost my th- train of thought there. That's all right. Take your yeah. time. We have plenty of time. Ray can just continue <laughs> on with the show, and we can talk about it another time. There you go. We're going to talk about DeSantis later, so we'll get back to it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, probably. Mm. All right, so along with the, uh, you know, people in the government trying to uh, control everything with the Mifepristone, Mm. Nebraska, the governor has just signed a combo law that is not only anti-trans, but also anti-abortion. The abortion piece of it outlaws abortion at 12 weeks, and the anti-trans portion basically prevents anyone under 19 from having any gender confirmation surgeries or uh, transition um, blockers, hmm. hormone blockers. Why 19? That seems odd to me. I mean, the whole thing seems doesn't <laughs> seem, you know, I just spent the 19 part. Right. I mean, if you're going for, you know, underage, then why would it be 18? It's, it is odd. Right. Yeah. Nebraska is apparently unique in this under 19. Oh. I don't know the details on that. I don't know how many different things 18-year-olds aren't allowed to do in Nebraska <laughs> that they are in other states. I, right. I'm, this uh, is also news to me, but... I don't like it. And I did want to make a note. There's an article from the Washington Post I have also linked here talking about the new playbook for abortion bans. 
because they have come to the realization that people really are that that whole argument against six weeks, the whole argument that, well, you don't even know that you're pregnant. Mm -hmm. So now they've come to a compromise of 12 weeks. (sighs) And that's the mainstream acceptable abortion ban. I thought that was 24 weeks. Well, they're going for 12 now Mm. in multiple states. And if you don't know how a 12-week abortion ban could be bad, there is an article also in the Washington Post about a family and how the law affected them, and it is truly horrendous. So don't read it unless you're ready. Well, other than the fact that, I mean, again, I'm sure it's been brought up on the show millions of times before, is that women, for the most part, don't all get their period like clockwork. Right. Right. So it could be a while before you even know that you're pregnant. Very true. Uh, just to give a, a summary of the story in the, the third article, there's a couple that they were pregnant. Everything was going fine. 15 weeks into gestation, uh, they had another examination and the doctor came back and said, oh, yeah, there is actually a problem. You know, the fetus has Potter syndrome. Uh, it cannot produce amniotic fluid that allows the lungs to expand um, and, and it causes all sorts of problems and there's no possibility of, of the, uh, of the fetus surviving, but because of the law, she was forced to carry it to term, uh, and it lived for 99 minutes. So wow. it yeah. is a hor- horrendous story. If you read all the details, it's just gut wrenching. So yeah, 12 weeks. That's a, that's a great compromise. Yeah. Is it, you don't know, you know, often you don't know if there are abnormalities until after 12 weeks. So how many people are have to going to go through this? And, you know, it was said before, the cruelty is the point. And <laughs> Republicans like to like to pretend that it is preventing people from using abortion as a form of contraception when that's not the case. It's not what it is. And they should just go fuck home and leave people alone. And uh, then on top of this, you have the, the front runner in the Republican nomination, Donald Trump. And the rest of them, too, saying that liberals like to abort babies at nine months anyway. Right. Un- <laughs> nine unchallenged. fucking months is when we do it. Yeah. And doctors yeah. just go, no problem. Yeah. No problem. Like, that is well, fucking insane that they believe that. Right. Uh, the, the, who? The, like, I, I don't think they believe it. They just say it. No. I'm sure there are he, some people who no, believe it. because I've knew, met numerous people who believe that there are babies being aborted at nine months constantly just uh, on whims no medical issues just i don't want to have this baby i decided at the nine month part that the baby comes out and they like snap its neck or they shoot something into its neck i mean insane shit yeah that's because you're i'm with you that sounds insane like why would someone hear that or think that and be like yep that happens doctors do that <laughs> but well i mean the 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 new republican rising star Senator uh, Senator Scott just announced he was running for president. Yeah, Tim Scott, mm. or uh, is it no? Is it is Tim, Tim Scott? Scott? It's Tim Scott. Yeah, yeah, yeah Rick Scott's right. the ghoul from Florida. Right. Right. Tim Tim <laughs> Scott is the only black Republican. Yeah. Supposedly um, a virgin too. Yeah. Oh, that's what? that's all fine. He just his position on abortion is again with Democrats are having abortions at fifty two weeks. 52 weeks? 52 weeks. Just because your average human pregnancy lasts 40 weeks. (laughs) 52 weeks? I'm (laughs) curious 
how he got to 52 weeks. But again, like you said, as a 44-year-old virgin with an abstinence pledge, I, mm-hmm. I've got to say he's not super good on biology, human anatomy, any anything, really. <laughs> Math. I know I know a lot of parents that would like to abort their children at 52 weeks, but... <laughs> Man. I But yeah, you're right, Jared. I just, I can't figure out how... These things seem so ludicrous. Just to say... Ugh. Well, I it, mean, it, why why does something that seems so unbelievable to me seem plausible, so certain to other people? Yeah, just and it, I'm not, like just like yep, yep, that that tracks. Yeah, definitely, definitely nine months, nine months, and post nine months abortions happening all the time. <laughs> and I can't even remember who who went off on this. Oh, it's probably uh John Oliver, like the the stupid mm-hmm. kids identifying as cats and peeing in litter boxes. So you're telling me <laughs> that somewhere in a town of someone you definitely know told you that their kid came home from school, that another student pulled out a sandbox, took off their pants, shit in a sandbox in the middle of class, then put it away. And the only person who got this news was your local Channel 6 guy out in Columbus, Ohio, who <laughs> passed it around on TikTok. It 100% didn't happen. No. Anybody can see that that isn't just either searching for outrage or perhaps, you know, mental faculties aren't quite what I think they should be. Well, I think part of that is the non-follow-up question culture we are in nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. Because this person, you know, like when when you have like senators started spreading around that fucking that cat litter story and like no one goes... Where did you hear that? And do you have any fucking proof of that? And then again, you also have a culture where I don't need to follow up my story or even investigate. That story is great. My constituents will eat it up like red meat. Kids are pretending to be cats and shitting in litter box. Then I'm not even going to bother to spend the five minutes to Google to see if that's true. <laughs> well, it, it is fundamentally the lack of truth in this country at the moment. There is no actual out of control. Th- there is no objective truth anymore in in the media. Because they don't follow up and be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, <laughs> like just in that town hall, even though that Caitlin Collins mm. with, with Trump did push him on a couple things, he Not- said that thing about aborting babies at nine months and she didn't say a fucking thing. Right. Yeah. Like, that's not true. Where did you hear that? Where, where did you see that? Just, just, again, what are you talking yeah, thanks about? Thanks to that. Yeah. yeah it's <laughs> moved to a level beyond that. Mm. James Cormer came out today and said, yes. The investigation into Biden is fake, but it makes Trump's poll numbers go up. So right. we're going to continue it so we can continue to drive up his poll numbers. Right. Jim Jordan came out um, yesterday, day before, and said that he was going to be doing another investigation into Hillary. <laughs> Why? Because it keeps him in the news. It keeps the, it keeps the polls It makes up Trump's for the poll numbers go up. Yes. Yeah, that's it. That is all it is. Like that Durham report that just came out? <laughs> yeah. The Durham report of, we don't have any witnesses. <laughs> we got nothing. <laughs> we got nothing, but we're really outraged about it, and you should be too. <laughs> about what? But they're, they're, they're using it as a, as a whip, and there's nothing in it, if you actually look. But actually looking, th- nobody does that anymore. Yeah, because they just go, what about the Durham report? And I'm like, what about, what about it? it? <laughs> yeah. <I'm> just... <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing in it. It's 300 pages of nothing. What about the Twitter files? <laughs> Same story. What about it? There's nothing in it. I love the the new the news sources that I 
listen to where they talk about the Twitter files and <laughs> this and that, that they have boiled it down to the one sentence that Republicans think that if America got to see Hunter Biden's penis, Donald Trump would have won the election. <laughs> <laughs> But why? But <laughs> <laughs> that is what that is what they are saying. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> All right, so we kind of are already moving into politics, so I'm going to go to the politics hmm. once again. George Santos hmm. made it into my news feed. <laughs> uh, he is still in Congress. That's actually the story. Oh, there was a vote. The vote went 221 to 204. This is in the the House. They voted to refer the, whether or not Santos should remain in Congress, refer it back to the House Ethics Committee. So they could have taken a vote, but they didn't because they took a vote not to. Yeah. So we'll let the House Ethics Ethics Committee look into it. And, you know, all the while we need his vote, we'll just keep it there. Yeah. Uh, straight down party lines from my understanding. Yeah. So Santos, who is a admitted liar, but also a compulsive liar. Like he lies mm-hmm. about everything. He lies about shit he doesn't need to lie about. Also, does he wear that same outfit every day? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I swear I, every time I see him, he's in that weird multi-layered, <laughs> whatever the fuck you call that. The light sweater under the jacket look. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So every single Republican in the House of Representatives decided that it was better to keep a known liar in Congress than to lose a vote for their party. Yes. I mean, you think it's the Democrats underst- would do that? Hmm. No, look, look no. what we did. Look what happened to Al Franken. You bring yeah, it up right. every time. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I would not try to make any sort of weird equivalence between the open criminality of the Republican Party. <laughs> it's got to be so easy, though, when your base has no morals. Mm. it's just that's got to feel like because i always wonder that i'm like why don't sometimes the democrats end up in charge why don't they just go nuts because they don't they don't they don't stand for it they don't know how to handle power and there's also and that well there's nothing to go nuts for the things they go nuts over they're like we'd like to give people housing and reduce their student debt like that's going wild they can't even manage that jesus Mm. christmas what you also have to understand, too, is there's also corporate Democrats. <laughs> oh, sure. Oh, yeah. You know, let's not forget yeah. when Nancy Pelosi was like, no, we can trust people in the government to buy stocks. <laughs> you know, you're like, really, Nancy? True. Also, I heard, and I know this is probably off topic, too, but I saw a little report. Again, this is all speculation about the whole thing going on with Dianne Feinstein. Mm-hmm. Is partly because uh, Nancy Pelosi might want her daughter to take over that spot, ah. and w- one of her daughters is um, is kind of like the Feinstein whisperer. She's been hanging out with her a lot, and it's a whole fucking thing with Nancy Pelosi still trying to control shit from the side. And again, it's all speculation. There's no hard evidence to any of this, but I don't know. I mean, her daughter has been. Uh, he she has been seen. Numerous times at uh, you know pushing the wheelchair, so the the daughter right the daughter yeah yeah that is true. I mean if if, if they want to stick her in there for the re- remainder of Diane Feinstein's term, I could give a shit. But the next time around, she's got to get voted in. Right. Well, I guess the big problem is is that they're like I guess uh, Gavin Newsom said something about putting a black <laughs> progressive woman in. Hmm. And of course, the, the corporate Democrats don't want that, which is like the Pelosi wing of the party. And 
It's a whole fucking thing. Oh, so wrong branch of the Democratic Party wants to wants to, and there's multiple people right. vying yeah, for the seat. Okay. Yeah, they can't stand those progressives. They drive them fucking nuts. Sure. Well, they're anti-business, so yeah. Yeah, you know, it's their version of the fucking QAnon MAGA heads on the other side. Yeah. There are crazies, according to them. Oh, we got crazies, too. They wanted, yeah. like, free health care and shit. Gross. <laughs> Those monsters. Yeah. What will the insurance companies do? Think about the insurance companies. <laughs> All right, it's time to move back on to DeSantis. Yay. Huzzah. Uh. So last week he signed into uh, law a set of medical freedom measures. <sighs> That basically forbids any sort of government entity or business from requiring vaccines or proof of post-infection recovery from COVID-19, as well as testing or mask wearing to gain entry or access services. So basically, it's it's laws to prevent, the, for the next pandemic we have coming, uh, laws to prevent any stoppage of that virus from spreading right. across his state. Well, according to the numbers, he lost more of his constituency than um, the, the Democrats did in Florida. He just wants to continue that pattern? Yeah, apparently. Okay. <laughs> this is all going to help him in the general. This is all going to help him if oh, he, he makes it. He's polling at like 20%, please. He's not going now, anywhere. Now, you, I mean, you say, that is true. His The polling is very low. However, he technically has not announced... That he's running. When he announces, he will get a boost from that. Yeah, I don't know. I think he has done too much damage to himself in the meantime. Supposedly, he's announcing tomorrow. That's the word on the street. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, he's announcing on during a conversation with Elon Musk tomorrow, is my understanding. What the fuck is wrong with Elon? (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot wrong with Elon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else do we have in under DeSantis? Uh, there's Andrew Warren. Andrew Warren is a Democratic prosecutor who, I guess he's, I don't know, he was suspended. So I guess he's technically still works for Florida. Oh, him. But he was suspended for not following DeSantis's idiom, line and sinker. So he spoke out against DeSantis's I don't remember which exactly which thing it was, but he basically was like, look, that doesn't follow the law. Mm. I'm here to be a prosecutor, not to do whatever the governor says. And so DeSantis uh, suspended him as a, a prosecutor, accusing him of incompetence and neglect of duty. Wow. So Warren basically came back and said, yeah, that's uh, that's like what a dictator does. Uh, governors aren't supposed to be dictators like prosecutors supposed to do their job and the governor's th- that's not necessarily anything that the governor says you know we're, we're not like they're supposed to be independent yeah yeah so he's suing Good. DeSantis and I think and the state um but basically he's suing to get his job back now he's an elected prosecutor this is this oh. is an elected position that DeSantis just decided to Suspend. Uh, overturn and suspend? Huh. I, I, nobody's ever done it before, probably, so I thought, why <laughs> <Yeah>. not? <laughs> One of those deals again? <laughs> yeah. Well, according to Warren, he said this is something you'd expect to see happen in Turkey or North Korea or China. It's not something yeah. that you should expect to see in the United States. It really is. Um, 
I mean, yeah. but you know, that kind of fits DeSantis's modus operandi at the moment. He's all about sure. just, you know, stomping all over everybody else's rights. Yeah, didn't he just sign a thing, too, where, like, if you do some kind of gender-affirming care or something, I think the already established that the state can take the child away from the parents. But now it's like, also, yeah. if you don't even live in Florida, like, you happen to visit Florida. Right. Or some shit like that. I mean, I'm not well, exactly sure. And they all, they have the a bathroom bill now too that you can be arrested if you uh, go into the bathroom that is not of your birth sex. I, it, it's crazy down there at the moment. And uh, along with all of this, the NAACP has issued a warning against traveling to Florida. Don't. The NAACP has said that the state is specifically the governor is openly hostile toward African Americans, people of color, and LGBTQ individuals. And I uh, have issued a warning for Americans traveling to Florida. <laughs> that is hilarious. And true. And, and true. Yeah. true. Well, and it, it always cracks me up because people always, you know, about the, the bathroom bill stuff, they always make the argument, do you want somebody that's transitioned into as to a man, to a male, um, to go into the, the ladies room? And that's like, you're completely missing the whole argument here. They want you to not exist. They want you to be afraid and stay home. They don't care about unintended consequences. Their intent is to never see you again. Yeah. So, and then someone should ask the follow-up question. Where should gay people go to the bathroom? <laughs> sure. Do, I mean, like... I, but again, <laughs> it's the same thing. They don't want gay people to exist. They want gay people to be afraid to go outside of their homes in Florida. Right, but as of right now, you can be a gay, a gay male and go into a bathroom and... Pull your pee pee out in front of other men, and you might look at them and get excited. I mean, yeah. How is that any fucking different? Don't give many ideas, because they'll ban that too. Sorry, strike that oh, from the record, man. please. <laughs> I'm totally for that. Hmm? The gay only bathroom that they have to invent will be the cleanest, <laughs> nicest, best functioning bathroom in the whole facility. I will pretend I'm gay just to use it. Yeah. <laughs> But again, they're not going to give gays a bathroom of their own. They don't want them in public. But they don't. But I'm saying, like, it just to when you make this argument about a a trans woman going into a female mm. bathroom, I guess because there might be some men who go through that whole process just to, I don't know, <laughs> look. I mean, it's not like you can't see. It's you can't even see anything in the fucking bathroom. No, there's closed doors as far as I know in a woman's bathroom, right? You don't well, have urinals like we do, which is fucking weird that we have them, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, there's still the... You could peek through the gap. Okay, so you could peek through the gap of the... So you're going to go through all this to see a woman <laughs> peeing or whatever in the bathroom to yeah. go through this whole thing is well, ludicrous. But you're right, that's not the reason. But even more ludicrous was a point that you brought to my attention probably years ago. What's stopping you now? Exactly. Exactly. What no one's guarding cisgendered hetero Ian from walking into the women's room and watching them pee. Nothing. The, well, if you're dressed like police, a woman Ian, nothing. you might you might be able to get away with it for a couple seconds more because you're dressed like a woman. They'd be like, "It was a crazy woman." No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I mean, just walking in as a man. There's nothing from you dressed as you currently are from walking into a ladies' room. Right, but what I'm saying is, is like that man will get thrown out eventually because he'll be like, "There's a man peeking through the doors in there." Sure. Right. But if you're dressed like a lady, it might mm. give you 15 extra seconds <laughs> while you're in there. Meanwhile, I was, I think we were in Atlantic City, I think it was. I went into the bathroom and there was a dude with a, with a stall door hanging open peeing. And I'm like, you know, it's a ladies room. He's like, meh. 
Sorry about that. I'm like, all right, went to another stall and peed. I'm like, whatever. (laughs) Yeah. But you're right. Why even talk about it? Because the reason is is it doesn't matter because they don't care what they're doing in there. They just don't want them around. They don't want them to exist. Right. Right. Yes. Leave it to Joshua to put in the Discord a bathroom image with mirrors on the ceiling. (laughs) Nice. And I find it amusing, most amusing, because look at the door. There's no gap there. There's nowhere to look through the door. But there's a mirror on the ceiling. Mm. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, all right, anything else on Florida? I'm going to switch switch states. No, I was going to do a mirror bathroom story, but let's go to a different Ooh. stage. <laughs> okay. I, I I just wanted to say, like, again, I just I just feel so bad for... I, I mean, I don't really feel bad for Republicans running in their primaries, but <laughs> just the batshit crazy things that they have to say and do to get that nomination, and those things will always work against them in the mm. general... Yeah. Like, I'm just like, what a ba- I'm like, how do you balance that shit? Like, it's just crazy. I, I don't think you can. It is so far into crazy town that you're just not balancing that. <laughs> I guess not. Yeah. I guess you just ignore it and go, I didn't say that. Yeah. Right. You either lie about <laughs> lie. it or you yeah. just lean more into it. Like, I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I, we're going to find out when, mm. uh, when Mastriano runs against Fetterman Ugh. in the upcoming elections. We'll, we'll see how that goes. You think he's coming back, huh? Oh, I bet you he's gonna blow the chauffeur again. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> the chauffeur? Ah, uh, chauffeur. He's not gonna blow a chauffeur. <laughs> chauffeur? <laughs> he's gonna I'm... blow the chauffeur to show how Jewish he is. Yeah, much more so than Governor Shapiro. <laughs> yeah. I'll blow this Jewish chauffeur. They're like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> it got weird. Another state, Ray. Charlie Hope. <laughs> All right, let's shift gears over to Texas, our second (laughs) disaster state. Uh, The Texas Senate has, uh, well, it's a long story, but let me see if I can sum it up. They're revamping a school funding bill to try to do a voucher-like proposal. So uh, Abbott's original bill didn't make it. It made it out of committee, but it got crushed in the the vote in the, the state Senate, I believe. And so what he's trying to do is he's trying to get them to rework the school funding bill. So instead of adding a new voucher bill, which failed, he's trying to work a voucher system into just the generic school funding bill. So it's more of a financial change than a law change. Hmm. But in this, it would set up an $8,000 in taxpayer money per student per year. Wow. That fund could be used by the parents. I mean, it's basically a, a here's $8,000 for you to use to educate your child this year. Spend it wherever you want. Hmm. So the parent gets $8,000 and they can a- apply that money wherever they want. So if they want to send to a Christian school or a private charter school of any sort, like you're, you're ta- there's no oversight, by the way. There's no oversight to this whatsoever. So once the money is out there... As long as I mean, basically, it's it's a it's it's like a voucher system where you can use it in any school that you want. Hmm. They're just not calling it a voucher system because that wouldn't pass, right? Okay. <laughs> and apparently, Abbott is trying to get a special, uh, what's it called, a special vote, bringing them in off because you know they're they're politicians, so they get half the year off. Um, mm-hmm. But apparently, Abbott's trying to get them to to come in to to vote on this for you know so that we can pass the educational funding 
except that it's specifically to try and pass this this voucher not voucher system. Yeah, I mean, it, it, what Hypatia just said in the chat kind of goes to the core of my next question. What my next question was going to be: it, What is the point of all this voucher system stuff? Is and it can't. It's not just that the rich people want to send their kids to private school and have us pay for it. It's that they want poor people to be as uneducated as possible so they can keep tricking them. Yes. And so that they're happy working minimum wage jobs and digging ditches and, you know, working in fast food restaurants and whatever. They want the un- they can't want to keep people down. And this yeah, is you're a- like, you know how, you know how, like, they're always like, oh, those Republicans, they always want to go back to the 1950s. Mm. It's not, they want to go back to the 1850s. With the, with those serfs, yeah. Yeah, where, where you, where kids don't have to go to school, you can stay dumb, and there's no child labor laws. Right. Like, I mean, have you seen all the shit with these child labor laws going on? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's. Yeah, it's bad. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, put them to work, get them used to being um, part of that class. They don't own anything, so you have, you have to buy up all the houses. So you, people can't right. own homes anymore. So the rich yeah, own all the renting. homes. You have to keep rent. them renting. Yep. And there's no hope, and there's no generational wealth. There's just so, a grind. So Hypatia just asked, how can we go backwards on the issue of child labor? And I thought about mm-hmm. that, too, because I was like, what parent actually wants their 11-year-old working in a meatpacking plant? Right, but it's, it's not it's, choice. It's, it's, yeah, it's not. But it's not even that. It's migrant kids. Yeah, that's what it was. When I found that out, I was like, "Oh, that makes way more sense." And um, then these managers go, "Oh my god, I had no idea. I hired an eleven-year-old to work in the meatpacking <laughs> plant. Sorry, <laughs> oops, my bad." Yeah. yeah, I just thought it was a little dude who let me not pay him, yeah. and then threatened him with INS all the time. <laughs> Yeah, and they they have them working overnights in the cleanup crew. Yeah, yeah. But trust me, if Republicans had their way, there'd be poor white kids doing that too. Yeah, man. Uh, another thing going on in Texas that I did want to point out that Abbott is trying to push through is he wants his state to have the Ten Commandments in every classroom. Not every school. Every classroom would have to display the Ten Commandments. Well, yeah, if it's donated. Mm-hmm. Along with that, uh, he was trying to get chaplains, every school to have a chaplain, and this would replace the current guidance counselor type person. Uh, oh, what? Guidance, guidance counselors have to be certified. Chaplains wouldn't. Oh, my God. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. How is that legal? Well, He's making we, the laws in Texas. Yeah, 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 yeah I forgot. Say, I yeah. keep forgetting we're 50 <laughs> different little countries matched into one. Right. <laughs> yeah. One sad mass of failing. <laughs> yeah. I. Wow. It just. So to answer the question from the previous question, what's the goal of the voucher system? Great, <laughs> <Ray>, continue. Yeah. <laughs> it's to disintegrate public schools and replace them with fear. Good old Christian Bible learning. Yeah. Well, because, I mean, it goes along with it, the the whole education system. It's, it's the same thing of, you know, well, colleges are there to, to make liberals. Well, as it turns out, going to college, you you learn, and you learn about more people than just yourself. And, right. and it allows you to understand what other people are going through. It allows you to have a little bit more empathy for people that you've never fucking met. So clearly, we need to stop that. And we need to you know, shut down all education, just put everybody into slave labor, and, you know, then profit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like they want, like, little, like, uh, 
what is like a like an American exceptionalism camp mm-hmm. sort of thing, you know, and religious. Like it's like a whole. Oh, it's just, dude, that is so fucked. Up. I don't know why I'm so fucked up about the chaplains. Yeah, but that that is crazy to me, that especially is crazy. considering that. Oh, just not everybody's that religion. Right. Well, I mean, yeah, but if you – so uh, Texas State Senator Mays Middleton, who co-sponsored some of these bills, quote, there is absolutely no separation of God and government, and that's what these bills are about. That has been confused. It's not real. When prayer was taken out of school, things went downhill. Discipline, mental health is something I heard a lot of on porches when I was campaigning. It's something I've thought about a lot. And when was that? When was prayer taken out of school? 1950s. Oh. I believe maybe the 40s, somewhere in there. Well, but it wasn't. It was made so that the teachers couldn't force you to pray in public school. So They couldn't force their own religious beliefs onto their students. And that was was actually because there were a lot of Catholic school teachers and a lot of the Protestants didn't appreciate what was going on. It was a Christian (laughs) v. Christian thing. Yeah. Mm. We've just expanded the argument a little bit. So how the, – the, the reason that um, you know, we got out of the SURF system was that the SURFs actually got a vote. SURFs currently have a vote. How long do you think it will be until the SURFs no longer have a vote? <laughs> I, mean, I, would Im- I would imagine a poll tax coming back soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say I would – Landowners. I don't know. Hard to say. I don't know what f- – I'm more of a, of a broad, overarching extinction kind of doom guy. <laughs> so before my son loses his right to vote – I think we will have all died from global warming. <laughs> or at least I don't know. Be- as much as they're pushing, I, I don't know. Yeah. Well, Ian, just make sure that in your will that everything goes to him so he'll at least be a landowner mm, and be right. allowed to vote. <laughs> <laughs> got to be a landowner. Yeah, that's got to be key. <laughs> got to know the difference between a citizen and civilian. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> in case the bugs attack. <laughs> I would put out uh, – I would, I would say that by 2036, we will start – Seeing major impediments on voting. Yes, mm. I mean we've already we're already seeing minor ones. Right, right. I mean there've always been impediments of voting. I mean the whole reason that um, this, a lot of states have a have a law about you know felons can't vote is just that. It's just so that you know you have. There's no other reason that a, a, a felon who has you know served his sentence can't vote other than discrimination and voter suppression. That's it. Yeah, right. <laughs> It's, or it's Ron a way because case, when we want to trick them to re re uh, arrest oh, yeah. them again, <laughs> so you can arrest them. Yeah. Well, that was created because minorities. I mean, we know statistically mm. minorities are in prison more because police go after them more. So it's a way to stop minorities from voting. Right. Exactly. I, I believe it's called the uh, "gotcha bitch" law. <laughs> <laughs> so more laws like I, I mean, it won't be so quite so outrageous as you'd have to be a landowner to vote. That's not going to be the the mm. you know the entry point. The entry no. point will be. You know, a lot more subtle than that, but it's coming. I mean, oh, no, yeah. it's it starts with showing your ID. Yeah, that's where it starts. Right. Yeah. That was step one. Yeah, and if you're poor and don't have the capacity to go and get a, a driver's license renewal, all right, you can't vote anymore. Yeah, or if you live in a city and don't fucking drive. Mm. Exactly. All right, that's all I have on taxes. <laughs> a couple other policies. Poly- never poly- talk about them again, right? <laughs> <laughs> I hope. Uh. Uh, who knows? Maybe they'll finally secede and we won't need to. Mm-hmm. Um, also under politics, I wanted to mention Carrie Lake. Carrie Lake was in the news, uh, in my <laughs> news feed, because she was finally shut down. Her last attempt 
for to over overturn the 2022 election uh, has failed. Her a judge dismissed her very last claim, and uh, yeah, that's it. She doesn't have any more avenues. I'm Wait. sure that's not what her message will be, though. Her message will be, "We've still got avenues. Send us, send me your money, and I will continue the fight." Sorry, That'll you be the message. Broke up a lot there. I had no idea what you said. Oh. I think she. I didn't hear it either. But it was, uh, "Don't worry, send me more money so I can continue the fight." Right? Exactly. Yeah. Listen, okay. I'm hearing heavy talk that she's going to be Trump's running mate. Yeah. I don't know. She takes too much away of the limelight away from Trump. He won't like that. Yeah, but she likes to talk about his dick a lot. Ew. <laughs> really? Oh, you never saw her with the old uh, Donald Trump has got uh, big dick energy conversation? Oh. This is before she lost the election. Oh, ew. Huh. No. I- yeah, I'm also a little sad that I just heard about that. Well, <laughs> listen, again, this is why I want them to, I wish, I hope they have the debates and Trump shows up, because I love it when he talks about his hands and his penis at her, <laughs> at her, at her presidential debate. Because <laughs> that's presidential, Ian. That's what yeah, you don't is. know. Because every man with a gigantic dick loves to tell you he's got it, right? And talks about it all the time and and reminds you. That's oh, right. the bold, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right? how it goes. Yeah. Yeah, and if you have a small penis, you just keep your mouth shut the whole time. You don't want anybody to know. <laughs> I don't know how we got on this tangent. All right. Um, <laughs> Carrie Lake. Right. Carrie Lake. <laughs> Uh, so the last thing I have in politics is about Robert F. Kennedy Jr., uh, his came campaign manager. Uh, they've decided to completely shift gears, and Robert F. Kennedy Jr. was never anti-vax. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> what? Is that what they're saying? Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> Ignore what you've seen at her. <laughs> is this... Hold on, I gotta follow this link. Does this say he's running alongside of Dennis Kucinich? Hey, um, he's uh, uh, Dennis Kucinich is his pre- is his campaign manager. <gasps> wow! Really? Yeah. Oh, it's getting weird. <laughs> <laughs> at this point, Kucinich has said, uh, "We're looking at a campaign that could change America. Everything the American people would want in a new president and more." Uh, Kennedy, he said Kennedy has been an environmental attorney for 40 years and has raised questions about the safety of some vaccines, but he is not anti-vaccine. Wow. I, they're, 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 wow, they're going to try to pull a Kennedy. Yeah. They're going to play on the dynasty, on the name, and try to walk the center line. Huh. Yeah, Interesting. Until, he, until this fucker opens his mouth, yeah. then it's all downhill. <laughs> like, I'm... I'd love to know what is going on in these people orbits like <laughs> like this like Kennedy and like Tim Scott like who the fuck is blowing smoke up their ass telling them that they sh- that they have a chance to be president uh, they have a chance to make a lot of money running to be president I I understand that part of it <laughs> yeah but like, we said that same thing about Trump so they still have yeah. a chance true <laughs> yeah yeah but he's got no charisma he ha- the only thing he's got going is the Kennedy name and I guess Kucinich thinks that might be enough hmm Interesting. Yeah, because the country's like, we're not sick of dynasties. We want more of that. Oh, we yeah, love they love dynasties. Biden, Clinton, Trump, Bush. Bring them both. Nothing new. Did Just no one the- read the article on Nepo babies? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> well, but Kennedy has a kind of a royal tinge to it, though. And this country is weird about the royals, and Kennedy's kind of fit into that slot nicely, so. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, but mm. like I said, once he opens his mouth, you're like, what is wrong with this guy? <laughs> I don't know that I've ever seen him speak. So, I, oh my God, 
You got to. It is the weirdest thing in the world. There's something going on with his voice, too. Oh, okay. If he's got a weird yeah. voice, it will work. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's It sounds like, it's like this weird wobbly, th- it's hard to explain. Okay. I'm to find a video. Okay. All right. Uh, that's all I have on politics. Whew. I'm going to move off unless you guys have something else pol- political related. Ray, I probably have 15 to 20 things I've heard this week that I just can't remember right now. <laughs> okay. Well, I wanted to hit some religious nonsense stuff before we wrap up. First thing is over in Nigeria, there are 209 human rights advocates asking President Buhari of Nigeria to free a Islamic gospel musician. Wait, what? Uh, the guy is an Islamic gospel musician. He was sentenced to death by hanging in 2020 for blasphemy, of course. Sure. I thought yeah. music was not haram, though, in Islam. I I find the whole story odd, and I'm not really sure. Okay. Huh. Yahaya Sharif Aminu is the guy's name, and I don't know. I, it's hard to find out what they said, but this guy apparently said something that was anti- well, something against the Prophet Muhammad. Mm. And so he was sentenced to death in 2020, and there is a lot of humanist groups calling for his release. Never heard of this guy before, so I thought I would mention it, because it's another one of these, you know, people's lives being ruined by stupid blasphemy laws. Mm. Stop opening your mouth in other countries, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's because he was a musician. I mean, it, music is... De- I mean, I guess it depends on where and what, you know flavor of Islam and where you're located. But, I mean, there was a video not that long ago in Pakistan of, no, it must have been Afghanistan, about the Taliban destroying musical instruments because they're illegal. You cannot have musical instruments. Well, the Uh, Taliban is a very, very strict form of Islam. True. Interesting. Okay. Uh, Similarly, the back to Iran, again, the new chair of the human rights group in the UN. Yeah. Uh, three more Iranians have been sentenced for execution. I believe they were actually executed last Friday morning. Uh, they were charged with waging war against God and collaborating with terrorist groups. What did they actually do? Uh, they were part of the riots in Iran and uh, apparently threw things at police. Mm. Um, a letter was smuggled out of the prison where they were asking for help, um, needing support, uh, trying to get people to, to get them free. I actually don't know if they were actually executed. I, I'm, I'm trying to find it. I thought that they were going to be. It says right here, Iran said it executed three men. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. There we go. Yeah. So these guys were part of the, of the, the, the riot, the protests against the Iranian that, you know, the whole thing that it. They came about from the woman dying in custody because she didn't wear the hijab. Correctly. They had accused the Iranian government of significant procedural flaws, lack of evidence against them, and had also uh, allegations of torture of these three men while they were in custody. So, yeah. Chair of the Human Rights Council. (laughs) I'm guessing it was just their turn, but still, that's, yeah, something. (laughs) Yeah, I think you should forfeit your turn. Yeah. <laughs> for the next hundred years. Yeah. Yeesh. All right. 
Uh, on a lighter note, I think that uh, thank Ian, you, Ian, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, this whole fucking show tonight. <laughs> it has been a little dark. I uh, know. I think it. I think it turned south there at the end when we started talking about religious, you know, nonsense overseas. Uh, mm. I don't know. Florida and Texas started us on a pretty hardcore downward spiral. So, for those of you who aren't Ray and Karen and Jared, my son was invited by a friend to attend a week of vacation Bible school with him. I had a lot of mixed feelings about it, and I took a lot of input and advice from a lot of my friends. And when I had finally made peace with the whole situation, uh, my wife said, okay, let's let's present this to Owen. Uh, and we said, hey, this friend. And he went, oh, I like this friend. Wanted to know what you thought about going to camp with him. And, and he said, you know, I, I you asked me about camp you know, a couple months ago, so you could get me signed up. And I said, I, I was feeling overwhelmed with my activities, and I just don't want to go to any camps this summer. Yeah. And she went, well, what about friend? And he went, well, maybe I can make one exception. And he said, what kind of camp is it? And we said, it's it's called Vacation Bible Camp. Uh, they have a bunch of fun activities. And while you're having the fun activities, they teach you about their religion. And he said, no, thank you. I'm not going. Oh. Yeah! <laughs> and I said, are you sure? I, You know, I mean, I was like, you know, did I mispresent this? I was like, you know, this this A-list friend who's going, mm. you know, you get to do all these fun things. You know, we have done similar things when we were your age. You know, you're we're not just because we don't believe the things that they do. We're not mad if you have questions. We're not mad if you learn things. We're not mad if you want to spend time with your friends. We don't dislike religious people. You know, uh, we don't want you to think that, that any of this is a, is contingent on you and, and this friend's friendship. You know what? And he's like, I do not want to go to this camp. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, cool. I think nice. he's probably finally old enough to make the connection to religion equals boring. Yeah, probably. And that was part of it. I was like, I think it'll be fun. He's like, no, I don't think it'll be fun. <laughs> I was like, okay. So, so I, I, I don't feel like, you know, all the input that I got was, was wasted, but mm. I'm glad that I didn't have to deal with it. <laughs> nice. Because, you know, we had decided I talked to everybody and, and, and everybody had convinced me that it was at worst benign, you know, enough because I was worried about his safety. Mm. You know, I can I can share my beliefs with him and answer any questions he has. And my wife is, uh, you know, about as supportive as a partner as I could could have hoped for. And uh, really, I was just like, you know, it's a it's a, a Catholic vacation Bible school. I was like, he's probably going to get raped. I just can't <laughs> I can't see that. But everybody convinced me that I was um, it was less likely than I believed. Yeah. And I was willing to accept that after a while. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, there you go. That's resolved. <laughs> Good. Your, your son just got 50% cooler to me, man. <laughs> <laughs> right, sweet. Well, I mean, you know, a, a small boy going to a Catholic Bible study, um, you know, we've all seen South Park. Um, mm -hmm. I, 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 was, I was genuinely fearful, but, I mean, <laughs> I, I have the level of friendships and the type of friends who were willing to logically break it down for me <laughs> and say, listen, Ian, if you're a religious leader and you want to rape a kid, 
First, you got to identify an appropriate victim. Then you've got to groom them and build down their resistance to you and make sure that there's parents and other people that are, you know, it's that you're insulating them from. And then you rape them. You can't pull that all off in a week. I was like, man, that is gross, but really logical and accurate. And a day camp to boot, which is even harder. Yeah, right, right. It's hours. Hours. Yeah. yeah, nine to noon, that's nothing. So, uh... I imagine in the back of, of your son's head were some words that he couldn't say to you because he's probably like, that shit sucks, Dad. <laughs> but you're just possibly. like, no, sir, I would not like to go to that. <laughs> yeah, so we were like, all right, resolved. <laughs> well, I'm glad it worked out that way. That's nice. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> thanks, thanks for everybody's input, sure. by the way. All right. The last story that I have, and this is a story, it was an article by Nick Tiller. Uh, Nick Tiller is a PhD uh, researcher in applied physiology at UCLA, UCLA uh, accredited physiologist, and also uh, he writes for the Skeptical Inquirer now and then. In this article, he talks about the MMA and pseudoscience mm. and how the MMA, along with other things, but specifically the MMA, is... Why do you keep saying the... It's throwing me off in a weird way. <laughs> Put, hmm? Putting an no, I'm article seeing, I'm, in front I'm of it? I'm being genuine. No, no. What, what, is he making fun of something? Is this a parody? What is VMMA? The- MMA, for as far as I'm concerned, stands for mixed martial arts. And it is, it's a giant umbrella that encompasses several different things. Mm. This is very What's true. What's the MMA? But... I didn't want to specify any one organization because oh, MMA in I general see. has been You've doing You've won it. me back. I also don't want to be sued. <laughs> <laughs> um, so in general, we it, yes. th- let's do a summary. The, in general, the a, a MMA fighter is, I mean, they put their body through a lot of physical abuse uh, it, during yes. training and sparring. And there are a lot of things that have snuck in a lot of pseudoscience things that have just snuck into the physical training. I believe that 100%. Cupping, for one. Why uh, with the cu- cupping? Oh, uh, yeah, what is with the cupping? I, I don't mean, know, the, but... the Olympic swimmers do it, too. It's weird. You know, I know a lot of people, a few people around here who do it, tell me it changed my life, and I'm like, I don't think so. No, I'm past. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I know Only we did a literally. thing on cupping once, and I don't remember what it's supposed to do. But basically, you you have like a a candle, some source of heat, and you put a cup on your back, and the source of heat draws out all the air, and it sucks uh, your skin, and it sucks blood to the surface of the skin, and it's it's just kind of gross looking. Uh, It's giving yourself giant hickeys on your back. It's just weird. Yeah. Yeah. That's all it is. (laughs) But what do they say that it's doing? Like getting poisons out or something like that? Energy flow and blood flow arguments, blah, blah, blah. Help realign. Realign your chakras. (laughs) (laughs) But Conor McGregor famously has purple blemishes in in circular patterns on his Mm -hmm. back regularly. And this has caused a lot of people to go, oh, cupping, there must be something to it. Um, He's a stable person. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) So it's supposed to increase your blood flow. And if you have better blood flow, then healing occurs you know, quicker and more naturally. Well, I suppose it's not a lie. It is increasing blood flow to that particular part of your body and giving you a bruise. Uh, Okay. (laughs) It does nothing. 
The other two things that have crept into uh, into physical therapy and specifically in MMA, uh, cryotherapy, which is a fairly expensive process because it's a big tub that you, you know, it, it's leaking out like dry ice or I don't know, a little fog coming out of it. But you, you basically sit in this thing and it, it freezes you for hmm. a short period of time. Yeah, that shouldn't be a problem. <laughs> to aid in recovery? Yeah. To reduce swelling? I mean, yeah, cold definitely reduces swelling. Other, I was going to say, other than the delivery system, how is this worse or different than NFL players getting into a, a tub of ice after a game? Uh, part, well, yeah, but they've. Part three well, of this I, article, by the way, is ice bathing. Mm, that's number three. I would okay. say the difference is, is that an NFL player has just taken multiple hits to his body and probably needs to reduce swelling mm, on right. multiple parts of his body as opposed to. This is just a normal person getting in a fucking thing of ice just to do what? Well, no, this is this is uh, someone who practices mixed martial arts. This is someone who gets oh, punched oh, in the oh, head okay, for a living. Oh, okay, okay. Then I, then, yeah, then I take back my uh, snarky remarks. <laughs> well, I mean, semi-snarky. If we're taking yeah. medical advice from men who get punched <laughs> unconscious for a living, <laughs> we should rethink where we're getting our medical advice. Right. Well, now, who's giving them medical advice is the next logical question. Who is, right. you know, selling them these expensive whole-body cryotherapy devices? Well, that, that's the thing. I, 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 yeah, I assume snake oil salesman. Yeah. It's the people selling these things who are promoting it. Now, according to the article, ice bathing, uh, it does, it decreases the perception of muscle soreness because you're so cold, you can't actually feel the muscle soreness. Uh, And possible, although small, uh, effects on reducing inflammation. Mm. Um, However, cold baths and uh, cryotherapy impair muscle protein synthesis, diminish long-term adaptations to strength training by blunting anabolic signaling. Mm. I don't know what that means, but this guy I trust. (laughs) (laughs) So it really just means, so as your muscles are releasing the lactic acid, which will tear down the muscle fibers, and then you'll be building stronger muscles to replace those ones, the, the, the burning effect from the lactic acid is you know, when you when you put yourself in the ice bath after that it numbs your body so you feel that less so it's it's breaking it down less and you are you're you're not you're not able to push past the the correct amount of thresholds because you know you're mm-hmm. not it's not you know you're not taking it through the full process so i i think that's what he is suggesting that, makes, that seems logical that makes sense yeah I mean, there is definitely a a um. I mean, what is it? The Swedes, I think, have a go to the sauna, go to the ice bath, go to the sauna thing. Yeah, I think there there are things that are you know there there are uses for ice baths, but I, I don't think it's necessarily good for you know what they're. I don't I don't think it's good how they're using it. I mean, the whole point of the whole body cryotherapy is just a money grab. An ice bath yeah, would be just fine. I, that that makes sense. And again, that the this. Whoever wrote this article explained, mm. here's why I think it's being misused. Here's 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 the possible downside. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't have any science to back up either one. Yeah. He seems credible. And it, <laughs> I mean, it, after you've been pummeled for a while, it probably just feels good. What's that, ice? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But you know, don't mistake that without actually, you know, helping you. <laughs> right. I mean, but I like, I don't know. I, I, I guess, and again- Using it to that excess mm. and using it with regular training, you know, I can see there be diminished effects. But I mean, 
as far as treating an injury with ice, I mean, hmm. that's, I, that's, I, I, don't, yeah. I don't know anything that's been more medically proven than that. Yeah. I mean, I smashed my toe and I put an ice pack on it. You know, you hurt your knee in a game, you put an ice pack on it to reduce the swelling. I don't, I don't think it's a cure. I don't think it's, but I don't. Right, icing, it, it, icing, and injury is. If you yeah. have, if you have actual physical damage, the ice isn't going to do anything. However, right. it will reduce swelling. It will. Right. It, it kind of numbs the area. It, yeah. it makes it more tolerable. Um, and the only like a couple of the risks involved with cupping is a, one cupping getting burned um, <laughs> right. is apparently a not uncommon thing. Right. Sure. Uh, and also, the National Center for Cold Water Safety uh, suggested that cold water immersion can cause cold shock, uh, which can kill a person in less than 60 seconds. Sure. So you shouldn't wow. be doing this by yourself, either. <laughs> no. No, I mean, um, you, it shoots your heart rate up. It's, it's you know, it's a shock to the system. If your body is, is has some um, inherent weakness that you trigger, yeah, and it'd be bad. I think the the TLDR is that, mm. and it's not Cupping it's not silly. just MMA. It's also NFL and NBA, yeah. and a lot of the big sporting figures are doing these things because other big sporting figures have done it and say that it helps. Um, Very much, yes. And it's just bringing pseudoscience into the mainstream and making it more acceptable and making everybody believe. Well, you know, these big time athletes do it, so clearly right. there's got to be something to it. Right. There is a, a alarming amount of, you know, that goes into training and things like that. That is it's shifting away from that because of all the the science and with, uh, you know, being able to track all this through computers now, because up until that point, it was just, you know, hey, I, I this guy in the gym, I saw him doing it this way. I tried it this way. It seems to work for me kind of thing. Yeah. But now there's a lot more science going into the, you know, I guess, science of sports and sports medicine. So. But, Hopefully, better things to come. But I, mean, I think I relayed the story of um, I uh, injured my rotator cuff, so I went to a physical therapist, and they suggested I try dry needling. And he dropped it when I said, uh, "What now?" and gave him a you know a one eyebrow look, and he went, "Oh well, it's not for everybody," and moved along. But no. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's dry needling? Dry needling. Uh, well, he tried to tell me that well, it's it's not acupressure, or not acupuncture. It's similar, but um, it's not the same thing. And I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> it is acupuncture, just without a license. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh. So less safe. <laughs> yes, less safe. Exactly. <laughs> well, it so, sounds like acupuncture, but without the chi energy bullshit. It's exactly. just, you know, we're going to insert some needles and it'll align everything upright. Right. And it's supposed to break down the, you know, the, the I don't know, the, the hard points in your muscles. And it, it was, yeah, you know, it. How about we just do a massage instead? How about we do that? <laughs> Don't stick needles in me, thank you very much. It was nonsense. It sounds so dirty. Dry, <laughs> what, needling. dry needling. Yeah, yeah, like I'm just like in my head, I'm like, well, like just like dusty old rusty needles. Like <laughs> yeah. no, I and yeah, I after I went home, I'm I look go to the to the internet, you know, give me st you know, scientific studies of dry needling, and there's not one that says it does anything. So I'm like, all right. I made the right call, <laughs> and they never brought it up again. So I think we're good. But yeah, it's very strange. It's so it's getting, and this is this is you know a physical therapist that my doctor sent me to, and said was wonderful. I'm like, mm. <laughs> and insurance would have paid for it. I'm like, yeah, people are stop it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Thanks, Grinch. Dry needling <laughs> is what I call it when I pick up a woman after last call. That's, yeah, nice. <laughs> that's an SNL skit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. That's all I've got. You guys have anything else? No, sir. Negative. Yet. Alrighty. I'm spent. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, that's all we're going to have then. I want to thank our patrons for the support of the podcast, especially those of you who could be with us tonight. Uh, Grinch, Hessian Gixon, Hypatia, Joshua, Kevberg, and Old Grumpy Wolf. We do appreciate the, uh, the comments and the feedback. Uh, if you enjoy the podcast, you can support it by signing up on our Patreon page and join them. Or just sign up on our Patreon page and you get access to the Discord channel and see all the different things that get posted throughout the week uh if you can't do that you could still share the podcast on social media or leave a review for us we would appreciate it uh, if you want to contact us again you can do it on our facebook page or at profane arg on tweet twitter uh, also please check out other shows on the soon to be named network it is a podcasting network soon to be named network.com will get you to all the shows Again, thanks for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night, and may your God be with you. <laughs>